1: Welcome to Radio Law Talk. It's a beautiful day. Todd, Denise, and I are just sitting here relaxing with our feet up, talking about the law, enjoying our time together. We have missed each other. We have not been together in at least a few weeks. We are like the little uh, three musketeers. I don't know what we would do without each other. We we have a lot of fun here, but it's entertain and it's entertaining. But most of all, it is informative. You're going to learn a lot of things that we're going to discuss. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of times we have nailed it. But remember. It's important to note, do not take our advice and use it for your case. Every case is different. We are not dispensing legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. Seek a local lawyer. And remember,
2: the best place to use it is
1: where, Todd?
2: At Thanksgiving or around the dinner table when somebody says, You know, they said, and you can say, well, all, I don't know who they are, but I know who Radio Law Talk is, that's and Radio Law Talk said, and then you'll win your arguments. That's exactly right. That's exactly
1: right. But usually, use Denise's name rather than yours and mine. Right?
2: Most likely, that's yes. that's much uh, better to do. Yes, yes.
1: and uh, you can call us call us at eight five five Law Radio. Remember, uh, there's multiple times that we're heard. This is live, and it's replayed, and and we appreciate all the affiliates that that carry us. But you, if you want to. Uh, Talk to us after uh, the show. You can email us at info at radiolawtalk.com, and we get that, and we do the best we can to get back to you as soon as possible. We'd love to hear you, and we'd love to hear the, the uh, topics that you want us to bring up. In fact, uh, sometimes we can't you know, bring up the topics you ask, but hey, if you say, hey, here's an important topic, let's talk about this, let's go for it. And, and in fact, I had one the other day that came in that I wish we could talk about, but it just didn't apply uh, nationwide. So we're going to talk about the lawsuit. Katy Perry's lawsuit is very interesting. Uh, it talks about, uh, again, it's another. Copyright infringement lawsuit and we talk about a lot of these because a lot of them are coming up because why because there's big money in it Potentially we're going to talk about Woody Allen's 68 eight million dollar lawsuit against Amazon There is some interesting information that's come out about that But the most important thing we're going to talk about at the beginning of this segment after our case or no case Is these robocalls? What do you do with these robocalls? Those of you out there listening are probably going I'm getting these robocalls. What's the law? How does it apply to us? What do I do? And we're going to talk about some actual uh, events that occurred, how, you know, or what what should have been done. And if you want to talk to us or, or to tell us about a situation, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. But before we get into that, we get into the most famous thing that everybody loves and adores, and that's case or no case. Go ahead.
0: Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, last uh, last time we told you about the magic Victorian electric belts. Now, I have a case for you involving your dog. Well, not your dog, but some dogs. Um, a woman in uh, boy, where is this? Here he is. Okay, the woman in uh, in Connecticut, another Connecticut case, said that she thought she was taking out a three thousand dollar loan to buy a dog at a pet store in the year 2015. Courtney Peterman was her name. She signed a contract. She made her first payment, $185, took the dogs home. Eighteen months later, she said, good, the loan's paid off. She called the bank and said, "Uh, how come you keep sending me notices? They said, well, you got 20 more payments to go. She said, what? They said, it wasn't really a loan. It was a lease. You leased the dogs. So now the lease is up, and if you want to keep the dogs, you'll have to pay us a total, including what we've already paid, of fifty six hundred dollars for a dog that she thought she was a dog she thought she was paying three thousand for. And so I'm going to ask you case or no case. And I'm going to start with you, Mr. Penny, because Ms. Dirks went first last time. So case or no case, Fred. What's well, that's a that's
1: you? a difficult one. It's a it case. Is. It's a case. But I know there's all these uh, laws concerning loans. And again, that's not my area of practice. But there's so many laws when you loan someone some money that have to be followed, disclosures, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know and understand all those laws, (laughs) Uh, and that's why I do personal injury. Denise Dirks is a family law attorney, and Todd Cunin handles – he's a former prosecutor and now is a criminal defense lawyer. But you know what? I'm going to say it's a case, and the lady prevails because almost – I think they just did not inform her of issues, and you probably can't uh, put a loan on a lease of some sort of an animal. So there's some sort of law that applies there that I don't know. But that's the most logical thing. Case and the lady wins that owns the dog.
0: All right. So leasing a dog. Mr. Cunin, what say you?
2: Uh, I didn't think you said lease. I thought you said leash. and Of course course I'm going to get a leash for my dog. Naturally,
0: your honor. (laughs)
2: Uh, Well, I think, you know, from a substantive standpoint about the ins and outs of this law, I kind of agree with Fred, boy, this is so far outside of my wheelhouse. Uh, I'm just going to have to try to play statistics and, and strategy and, and, you know, divine the tea leaves here and, and get my Cal Hunter voodoo doll and see if that works and play (laughs) Karnak. And, and based on all that, because look, if this is, if this is, A nefarious thing on the part of the bank, and she wins? Well, there's nothing unique about this. Yeah, banking institution did something stupid. Shocker, not really big news. Um, If she loses, well, that's really big, but I don't think she'd lose on this one because I think the bank probably didn't tell her. So I'm going to say because it can't be either of those two, no case. Huh. There you go. All right. Now, the
0: lovely Ms. Dirks, what say you? Case. Or in no case, can you lease a dog in Connecticut without knowing it?
3: Well, you can't in California. So that's absolutely true. You cannot lease animals from a pet store, from anything. You cannot. It leases For animals, certain animals.
0: That is very good knowledge. However, you can lease dairy cows and other working stock, but you may not lease pets in California. And
3: exactly why um, I think that it's not a law in Connecticut. It's not illegal there yet. So I think that what happened is that it's coming from cows um <laughs> imagination using the scenario of California but just placing the facts in Connecticut so I say it is a scenario but it's not a case.
4: Hmm. Oh,
0: hmm. Fred mm.
1: is the only one out on the limb.
0: Left Fred hanging out there.
1: Oh, I might be in trouble.
0: Well, it's interesting because uh, I one of the things about leasing animals I know about dairy cows I had we were in the dairy business when I was a kid in Idaho. And an uncle there, one of the things he did to make money, he was a money lender guy, you know, like a private lender. And he would lease people dairy cattle all the time. That's cool. They couldn't afford to buy the buy the thing, so they'd do it for three years, pay them the money. They'd sell the money, give them, you know, the. Uh, it, it was a pretty lucrative thing for him, my understanding is. But uh, as far as pets, why, that's
2: a whole different thing, isn't it? Well, you know, I've heard the phrase... <laughs> Often said in a different context, uh, uh, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Well, I guess now it's, you know, why buy the cow when you can get a reasonable lease for about $3,000? And at the end, if you don't want to make the balloon payment, you just return it.
1: Yeah, when you can lease the cow, that's the big thing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, listen, I I know we've got, we we don't have time to discuss it, but we want to tease it a little bit and let Cal come back and tell us the true story of the cow. what? Well, no, the dog and whether, how it applies to cattle. You know, I, it was I, just
3: one dog, right? Two dogs. Two dogs, because I heard you say dogs a couple yes. of times. This time. was in 2015,
1: two. so yeah. this is recent. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I think you guys are wrong because don't forget, a lot of case or no cases determining... Cow's strategery.
2: <laughs> there there said, wasn't a red fern growing some there, or was it? <laughs> well, I like the 2015 thing,
1: so and it's in Connecticut, and he said he would, and last hour he said it'll be Connecticut next hour. Yeah. So for those reasons, I think I'm right.
0: So well, we'll see.
1: We'll be right back.
0: Stay tuned. The answer to case or no case and much more Radio Law Talk are coming right up right here. Don't go away.
5: When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment.
0: All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo, but first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? All right then, well, uh...
6: Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't.
2: (coughs) The information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general. The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact
0: your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk.
2: Be sure to read our disclaimers. Are
7: you serious?
0: Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk. You're listening to Radio Law Talk, and yes, I had this all set up perfectly, so if you'll... Boy, what did I do? Fred, I had this all set up. I had the whole deal set up, ready to play this important thing. Right here. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by, your mics are on. Hold on, please. Here we go.
7: IRS
3: is filing lawsuit against you. To get more information about this case file, please call immediately on our department number two zero two four seven zero.
1: Yeah, this is Cal is running an example of a typical type of robocall that comes in. Uh, to individuals, and a lot of times it's senior citizens that are being scammed. What are the laws on robocalls? What can you do? Recently, a judge awarded two hundred twenty-nine thousand uh, dollars and five hundred two hundred twenty-nine thousand five hundred dollars on. A case we're going to talk but about this know.
3: after case or no case right yeah yeah i'm so excited to talk about that because i got a no. scam call already this morning
1: okay that's right i don't know what cal's doing he's playing scam call we don't know what we're IRS doing
3: is filing lawsuit against
1: you well, this is denise's scam i called
0: her, her number and played
1: this no. <laughs> <Please call laughs> and all
3: right
0: device. let's finish number up the case or no case all right so the issue is can you lease a pet in connecticut and if so under what terms and conditions can you lease a pet? Because, you know, you get into a little dog store and you find out how much that doggy in the window is, to, to quote a very old song from the 1950s by Patty Page, and they go, oh, well, it's only $1,500, but he needs a playmate. Oh, you want two of them, don't you? Oh, well, of course I do. Well, just, just sign right here, 3000 bucks, no problem, right? Well, here's the problem. Those of you who said it was a case, may I see by a show of hands. Fred Penny.
1: Yes, Fred Petty wins. I knew it was a case. That's a real case, ladies and gentlemen. Real a, case. Yes, a spokesperson for the American
0: Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals says she believes that pet store owners are purposefully dangling low monthly payments to customers in exchange for questionable leases. Officials at the FTC said pet leasing has been on the agency's radar for about three years, but it's not illegal on a Uh federal level. They recommend that consumers read these contracts carefully. Last year, Nevada and California banned pet leasing, not stock animal leasing, but pet leasing. And New
3: York
0: (laughs) is expected to become the third state To ban the practice. And so that means, unfortunately, that even though Denise got that. pets, Yeah, pets. pets, Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, even though Denise knew that California did not make it legal, Fred got two points on that round. Denise got none. Todd got none. And so our score right now is Frederick Penny, 29, Denise Dirks, 23,
1: and Todd Kunin, 15. And we're going to 50 points. First one to 50 points. First one to 51. Why do we bring this up, ladies and gentlemen out there? First one to 50 points. The other two have to buy steak dinner and lobster, or they have to make it at their home for us,
0: or bring a barbecue to the studio.
1: Yes. Well, a, thanks for listening a, to Case or No that, Case. That, yeah.
0: ladies and gentlemen, is Case
1: or No Case. Yeah. So Cal and I did jump the gun, didn't we? We were so excited <laughs> to talk about robocalls that we jump. The gun. Now, let me tell you, robocalls are happening all over the place. We're going to talk about the laws about it, what you can or can't do. A judge recently awarded two hundred twenty-nine thousand five hundred dollars on a case, and that's why uh, Denise gave me the look, like you got a finished case? Okay, you're (laughs) exactly right. But but but, and Todd's got some a good story about actually what happened to him. Todd, what? How did this all come
2: about? So yeah, this whole idea. We talk about the cases during the week, and this is what came up. I got a call about three days ago. And the call came in, and somebody telling me that my social security number had been suspended. I didn't know that a social security number could be suspended. That was news to me. Unfortunately,
1: she's calling a lawyer. Yes, uh, and a guy that's that's a half comedian and that's a, like, smart aleck. <laughs> that's so, a smart Alec. So,
2: <laughs> so I uh, I said, well, absolutely, I want to know what's going on, and and I I figured I knew, I knew. This was not above board when she went to verify my zip code, and she says, is your zip code (laughs) 95,677? I was like, well, that's not how we usually mention zip codes here, but... Okay, I'll play along. That's what it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) So she went through and told me that my Social Security number had been used to open up no fewer than 25 bank accounts, and that those bank accounts had been used to funnel money to drug cartels and also to finance terrorism. And, uh, And then she hit me with the hook when she said, Now, sir... Did you open these bank accounts to funnel money to drug cartels and finance terrorism? At which point I said, Yes, I did. IRS is filing lawsuits <laughs> against you <laughs> to get more into What now, she didn't, by the way, just for the. I, I didn't, but, but- <laughs> I told her that I did, and there was dead silence. <laughs> and you could tell her supervisor was touched. She goes, Sir, I want to make sure. Are you saying that you opened these bank accounts to funnel money to drug cartels and to support terrorist activity, and I said, yes, I was
3: bored. IRS is filing lawsuits against you <laughs> to get more
2: information. So did she hang up on you? Well, she she stammered a little bit and then said, well, we'll send you something in the mail, because apparently people who open 25 bank accounts to do all this Are entitled to some sort of notice, and I have received nothing since. But but she should have said, We're sending the police over. And that also is a common scam. The more common one that people get are things like uh, the call that comes, and tragically, these target the elderly. All right. And the call goes like this, ma'am. There's a warrant out for your arrest because you didn't show up for jury duty or you got a ticket or something, and the officer is on the way to arrest you, but if you can get us money, I'll call the officer and tell him not to show up, and it freaks people out, and they get suckered
3: the every day. IRS is filing lawsuits against you. Yep, that's right.
2: so, that too. IRS, by the way, is a big hammer. Yep, yes,
3: big yes. Yeah. and so um, one of my elderly relatives was called, and my kids, they travel a lot, so The person told me. that... All right, we got to wrap it up. We're going to come back and follow up with this in a second.
0: Yeah, I want to hear the story, Denise. Sorry, but we're out of time. Don't go
7: away. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew, called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars, and they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars.
4: 800-263-2610. 263 2610 That's 800-263-2610. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories.
2: I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs after my second DWI and arrest my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth I thought I could quit on my own but I couldn't it hit me when I was arrested
4: get sober now your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here it's simple just call elite rehab placement right now please don't wait your life matters to us 800-918-1376, 800-918-1376, 800-918-1376, that's 800-918-1376
8: I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it.
7: I tried counting calories, I took pills. Eating and eating and then more eating.
8: I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop.
6: At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand.
5: We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous
2: help me get my life back.
6: Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me.
0: I never realized what I was missing out on.
2: With OA, I am
8: living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve
5: with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at oa.org.
1: Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college. So I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off.
3: At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma.
1: I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable.
7: No
3: one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
8: So you're telling me there's a chance.
7: Radio Law Talk. I like that show.
0: This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show.
1: Yeah, before we went on break, Denise, you were, gonna, you were telling us that you want to tell us a quick story about a, a robocall issue.
3: Yeah, I had, one of my elder um, family members received a phone call saying that my son was in Mexico, had been arrested, and that he needed to have uh, $1,000 to get out, and he, he was asked by my son to call Her and asked for it that he couldn't get in touch with his parents, and so she was ready to write the check or to make the you know the payment over the phone with a credit card, and thank goodness she thought enough to call my husband first. So when she called him, my husband said, "No, he's not in Mexico. He's in school." right now um, and there's no way that this is real and so thank goodness she didn't get scammed but she they were trying really hard
2: one of the things to be careful especially with the elderly and and even even not just the elderly, but their grandkids, is their use of social media. Here's the scenario. We've seen this happen. I used to prosecute elder abuse, and this is the scenario. you got a kid who puts all this stuff all over Instagram, Facebook, and stuff, and he talks about the trip he's taking to Cabo or to Cozumel or to Mexico, and he doesn't have his friends list private, and somebody gets on there and says, oh, Junior's going to Mexico. Hey, There's Junior's grandmother, and I'll be danged, I got her phone number on Facebook. So, you know, now she knows he's there, right? All somebody has to do with that information is pick up the phone and call and say, he's down here. And she thinks, well, I know he was going, and so I'll help out. And you know what? Nobody is any the wiser because they ship it via Western Union. And if you don't stop that payment via Western Union within 24 to 48 hours, you're never getting it back.
3: Right. And a lot of times um, when elders have been scammed, they're so embarrassed about mm-hmm. the scam that they don't want to tell people. Right, right. And they're very easy prey for these and robocalls. And usually
1: it's – a lot of it is like 1000 bucks, and they say it's not worth 1000 bucks for me to embarrass. And that's a lot of money to some, but a lot they're saying, hey, it's only – we're, they're not going to fight over 1000 bucks and go tell people and look stupid. Besides, they're never going to get it back. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. So I mean, the, the
0: money's gone. I mean, if you, yeah. you made a mistake, the money's now out of country. That's right. I mean, I've done a lot of stories on there they, The cops say, well, what do you want us to do? They're in
1: Bangladesh you know, They're out of something.
0: the sea, yeah. We're out, I mean, beyond the sea. What do you want from us?
1: Yeah. Right. So, so yeah. The, the, the general rules is this thing called the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. So just so you, those of you who are out there that know, here's the general rules. There's a lot of different Uh, scenarios and exceptions. We're not going to go in deep detail. Again, uh, look it up yourself or talk to a local attorney. But generally, the solicitors cannot call your house before 8 a.m. or after 9 p.m. They must honor that there's a company-specific do not call list for customers. Don't forget, you can be on the company do not call list or the national do not call list. If they call and you say, take me off your call list, they have to take you off the call list. And what you want to do is you want to keep... A note: This is the time they called. This is the phone number that called, and I told them not to call me back and take me off the list. That's the other thing. Also, they can't use automated dialing or pre-recorded voices without your permission. However, there are a few exceptions we're going to get to in a second. Um, also, this uh, this applies to your cell phone without your permission. They cannot do it on your cell phone without your permission. Now, here's some exceptions. Um, so, one exception is if it's an if it has to do with political ads or political groups. They can there's exceptions there, and there's political uh, and there's options with nonprofit uh, can use recordings uh, to some degree. But there's you know you have to look at the details of those options. But
0: but the big thing on cell phones now is spoofing you. With what looks like a local number, right? And then they say, "Congratulations, thank you for staying at a hotel you've never stayed at," right? And, and it's all pre-recorded, and right. so you hit the number that says, "Take me off your list," and you'll get the same call for I have anyway four or five times in the same day, but from a different number. Right. So apparently they think they're running around the law that way. Is that
1: possible? Yeah. Apparently they're always trying to get ahead of the law, and they're always trying something. A lot of times, don't forget, these aren't local people that are calling they're calling from offshore. so uh that's another, th- another thing by the way if 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 they are found liable and you can find them and sue them and get get some money from them it's between 500 and 1500 per unauthorized call
6: wow, wow. Yeah,
1: our that's case
0: last week was a lady in nebraska Furniture company called. She won $560,000 from this company, mm-hmm. kept harassing her, even though she was paying her bill on time and so on. So every call, she made a note, and it ended up being 1500 bucks a call or whatever. She right. got $560,000. Wow. That's that a lot.
3: There some... Ev- yeah. Yeah, no, I was. um, The the FTC has won some pretty big cases recently. There is a a sham charity that was called Veterans of America, and they got them to where they can no longer um, do robocalling at all or assist anybody else in robocalls. The same thing against three individuals and point blank media. And they now are precluded from doing any kind of robocalling or assisting any other business from doing that. Um, So most of these are cease and desist kind of things where they win that restraint. Um, Against NetDot Solutions, there's three defendants involved in that matter. They They cannot provide any supplies, no auto dialers anymore, to any company. That's it. And then you're talking about, the, and they have to also pay $1.35 million, which is a big win. Um, The last one that's very recently out was Highland Goal or Higher Goals Marketing. They operated a credit card debt relief kind of a scheme. That was a sham scheme. And there was another case that came down that said you can't do that. So they won against this company as well.
2: So the question is, what can you do to protect yourself? And specifically, what I'm going to focus on here is, what can you do to protect the elderly, uh, family members and whatnot? And I've got a couple of suggestions. First, look, you're not going to stop these calls from coming in. It's going to happen. And folks are going to get scammed. The first suggestion I have is, if somebody does get taken advantage of, the last thing you really want to do is, scold them with the, what were you thinking? How come you didn't do this? It's not going to change anything. It's not going to get the money back. But what it will do is intimidate your family members from coming to you in the future if they know they're going to get chewed out because of something they did here. So that's just my first suggestion. The second suggestion that I have, there are things, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. There are already things in place legally. A lot of financial institutions are have a responsibility if they see something suspicious coming in, you know, like the the person – I I was aware of one person that got this scam, and and they went to one financial institution to get the money to pay the scammer, and, and I think it was Walmart they went to. They wouldn't pay. They wouldn't let her buy the stuff because they recognized it as a scam, and that's great that people will do that. But another suggestion that I have is this. If you have a friend or a family member, somebody who is a lawyer, okay – You may want to approach them to see if you can retain them for a nominal amount for the sole purpose of being able to give any robocaller who calls the number of your attorney, call them, I'm represented. 99.99% of the calls will never be made to the attorney. But this is what you can know if you suspect it's a scam. If somebody calls you saying that you are potentially guilty of criminal activity and you say, I'm represented, call them, they can't keep talking to you. They have to call your attorney. And if they keep talking to you, you know it's not legit. If it is legit, they'll call the attorney and then you and your family member or friend can work that out, representation. But it's an easy way to take the judgment off of your plate and put it somewhere else to nip it in the bud.
3: Um, I also think that you need to go to the National Do Not Call Registry. That is important you can report on when it calls they'll get to the ftc hopefully you can verify that you're registered there and you can register your phone there or your relatives phones there that's really important because it has a link that sells sellers and telemarketers can go to to see if you're on that list and if you are and they call you they know it's a crime right and that's really important
1: here's a here's and here's a way that other people do it that's even funnier i think don't forget those robocall revenge people out there there go to youtube it's fun to listen to robocallers or individuals you could kind of find where they are they're able to find them they call into their to their sales force and they try to keep them on the phone as long as possible because don't forget these guys get paid or gals get paid by the amount of money they bring in or by the amount of people they land and to keep them on the phone for a long period of time by letting them really think that you that, that you are the real person is just hilarious and they get so mad and it's just fun so anyway that's one way to to follow up on it we're gonna be back we're gonna talk about Katy perry's dark horse that is one of her biggest songs of all time uh are claiming was copied from a christian rap song and the verdict just came out we're gonna discuss it we'll be back
0: Stay tuned, where Radio Law Talk is on the way right here, right now, after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
5: When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling
0: products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888 201 Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and bailing company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com.
8: I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what i
2: do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick car
8: inside let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine just come and see i guarantee your ride will steal the show come on quick quack car walk. don't drive that dirty car uh-huh. quick quack car wash looking... life is full of bittersweet transitions it's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time for some people Difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and make contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country, guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at veteranscrisisline.net.
0: This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny.
1: So we're talking about the lawsuit uh, against Katy Perry by a guy by the name of Flame. His name's Marcus Gray. He's a Christian rap artist that claims five years before Katy's big famous dark horse um, uh, song came out that he his song uh, basically sounded the same and she copied uh, his song in order to make this big hit. And uh, yeah, this is this is his. This is.
0: Actually, both, both of them together yes. are laid over the top of each other. Right. So it's pretty interesting because rhythmically and even the key right. is the same. You know what it is. Woo! Yeah, that's Katie. And, and he's the on the front. So the, the, they're actually laid right over the top of each other. Right.
1: So this is... I, Go ahead, Denise. Me...
3: I just think that because now we have technology to see so that they can show that type of thing too so you not only can hear it, but you could visualize it as well.
0: On a waveform, right? Yes. Uh, it's called waveform editing, and you put multiple tracks on top of each other and look right at them. But listen to this tone and the rhythm, and that's what they were contending was the tone and rhythm. Because there's no key to the song, it's just a kind of a rap song. There's no yeah. musical key. But hers has one.
8: The, oh,
0: the, you hear him rapping, you hear her boom, 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 and oh, oh, but it's the same the track is what the, these, these plaintiffs are. And they were,
3: yeah, right, they? yeah, they're very, very, I guess I hear it. I didn't see it at first or yeah. hear
0: it at first. When I heard them separately, I didn't get it. All right, let's, let's
3: let's. If, if you yeah. can, I want to
1: hear his, we'll just key up in a minute while we talk about this. I want to hear his separately. because That's still a little bit, you can hear it, you know, side by side to some degree, but I want to hear his. What's uh, the name of his song? The name of his song is
6: called Joyful, uh, Noise.
1: Joyful Noise by Flame. So anyway, he brought a lawsuit in federal court in Los Angeles, and the jury this week held that Katy Perry and Capitol Records did to some degree copy this rap's Christian rap artist song that had been made approximately 5 years before. Then they do what's called the 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 you know, in criminal it's called a penalty phase. They call it a penalty phase here, but generally it's the damages phase is what we call it. So the damages phase just came down. And do you have that ready to key up? Uh, to, okay, listen to it now.
0: So this just him. And I think it was more difficult to perceive you know it until they put the other song on top of it. But listen to just the rhythm. The boom.
1: Boom, 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 boom. You yeah. know what I mean? That bass drum pattern. Does it do the. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's wait, talk about wait. it. Hold on. Wait, keep going. Yeah. Your boy's been a Christian quite a few years. Yeah. Victor Regan, faith, brother. So it's really the first peers. part that it follows.
0: Well, it actually rhythmically follows the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, so here's the. Uh, so here's. The...
1: Yeah, that's the same. Now, that sounds like the Katy that, Now, but I. But look... they slowed
0: this down, Katy Perry slowed this down. Listen, it's slower. You know what it is. And then here comes the Katy Perry song The da-da-da-da-da, da -da -da -da. that's hers.
1: Okay. So there you go. So I I, I watched on YouTube an individual that actually was a piano player that that played the notes in each, and the first notes are the same exact notes. They're the same exact notes, which is interesting. Uh, But so anyway, what came down recently... Um, like Friday, was it Friday? They came down with the actual damages amount, which is $2.78 million paid uh, to the rapper Flame, who, by the way, why is it, Todd, we always say, Todd mentions this, they're bringing this up more than the $2.78 million. Why is it more important than the $2.78 million that the rapper Flame brings this
2: lawsuit? Well, because by bringing the lawsuit it increases the attention to his original song. And I'm guaran—I'm telling you, if you could track the iTunes sales or the sales of those, they're going to go up. The number of people that looked for Joyful Noise to to listen to, it's going to go up. It's a, it's a marketing technique.
1: We did it. We looked at it. I looked yeah. at it. I would have never looked at it unless he brought this lawsuit. I listened to it probably four times and, and, and tried to figure it out. Apparently, 500,000 of it is going to be Katy Perry that has to pay, which to her, she's worth what? What did you say, Todd? About about
2: $330 million yeah, in change. and change.
1: And that song, the song Dark Horse by Katy Perry, they're estimating brought in over $41 million.
3: So I have a question for you, because mm-hmm. I don't know the answer, and I thought I did. Um, if Katy Perry continues to sing the song and make sales on Dark Horse, is this rap artist going to get a piece of that?
2: I don't know, that's well, what I was looking for, I couldn't find that if, if, look, if they're saying that this is his and the jury has come down and assuming this survives the appeals process and you know that's going to happen um, look, she's playing something that's essentially not her original work and so my guess is there's going to be some sort of an arrangement between her and the original artist for use of that going forward so that they can play it in in venues when she's playing it live. Because can you imagine? I wouldn't want to be Flame or whatever his name is that wrote Joyful Noise and be the one who, because of my position, is a, is responsible for millions of fans not being able to hear Katy Perry play Dark Horse. I would be going to her saying, "Okay, we won. You're going to pay me the money. Let's let's reach an agreement so that you can keep playing it."
3: Yeah, hey, and even avoid appeal. Yes. Right. Yeah, and Katy Perry, what she's going to do is if
1: this if if something happens, she's just going to stop playing it. In fact, who is the singer that stopped playing a lot of their uh, hits? Taylor or, Swift. No, well, well someone I, that, that that refused to because. They won a lawsuit someone won a lawsuit against them and they and if every time they had to pay someone some money. Well,
2: I I I, rem- I know Oh, that, I know what it was. I know this happened with Aerosmith. A lot of stuff in their early catalog they don't play because of a dispute they had with their That's original the manager. Right. And they won't play it and he is very happy he says, Yep, they don't play it because if I ever hear that song played, they owe me money. So they don't play yeah. from their original catalog. Creedence Clearwater Revival is now Creedence Clearwater Revisited.
0: John Fogerty can't even use his original band name. You know, I mean, a lot of that. But I'm wondering if Katy Perry might have to say, hey, you guys remember this song is the one that I got in an argument with over with Flame and publicize him at each of her concerts right. and then play it. I mean, if it's about publicity, maybe she could do something like that yeah. and yeah. not keep yeah. playing.
3: Blurred Lines. Yeah. That was yes. what I was also yes. thinking about. Blurred yeah. Lines. Yeah. Was that mm-hmm. Pharrell? Was that the that Pharrell was one? Pharrell and... um, yeah, um, um, um oh, Anyway, it was one of the Pharrell songs.
2: Here, here's one of the things that I think is going to play in the future, maybe to counter these type lawsuits. There's re- recent research out of melbourne australia there's an abstract called the universals of world's musics and basically what um joseph jordania and stephen brown did these researchers they have proven or researched and found that over about four different type of musical categories there are what's called 70 universals which means Over four types, there's about 70 different types of beats and stuff that humans are hardwired to listen to that fall within the range of not only what we like to listen to but are typically created. And that's why so many songs sound alike. They're not necessarily all unique. And so Katy Perry could absolutely be correct in saying, I've never heard that song, and I came up with this. And those folks saying, but we created it this paper would come back and say you guys have both tapped into a very limited range of things that all humans tap into that's why your music sounds like nobody copied it was just there and if this gets legs that may undercut the copyright issue because now it's an issue of biology and hardwiring and not necessarily stealing something. There
3: were other defendants besides Katy Perry, so there could be uh, – I forgot the other guy's name, but hes the he per, also is, the he British, is responsible. Sir, the, the production British. and yes. writing team. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So also, though, what uh, legally, what's pending is a motion before the court. So when a jury comes down with a verdict, the court can overturn that verdict. And so there's a motion pending before that judge right now saying that there's no way that any reasonable jury should have found Copyright infringement in this case, and the judge is looking at the evidence and gonna, still going uh, gonna to rule on that.
6: Really, cl- the idea
2: behind that is your verdict has to be based on the evidence. Right. And if it looks like you reached your verdict because, oh, you know what, the poor songwriter and Katy Perry's worth 330 million, let's throw them a bone. Right. If that's why it happened, and it wasn't based on the evidence. Then it should be a judgment notwithstanding the verdict in Perry's favor. That's what the judge is looking at.
1: Yeah, no, that's going to be interesting to uh, find out what's going to happen there. Appeals, appeals, appeals. Uh, uh, just the lawyers making more money. Uh, we're going to talk to you in the third hour. Uh, if you can't uh, join us in the third hour, go ahead and go to our website, www.radiolawtalk.com. Click on the live button and you can listen to us live or our podcast. You can listen to our podcast after you know, next Tuesday. We'll be back.
0: This is Radio Law Talk, and there's still more to come.